Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're uh, investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And our new handle is at Business Bros Pod. And visit our website, csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to take action and help others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. So, dude, it's been a long weekend. You were out uh, teaching at Mike Russ this whole weekend. Yes, sir. You had a bunch of uh, new agents that are getting ready to take their state exam. Yep, and I was out there being of service as much as I could and helping them understand the material so that they could pass their exams. And while I was there, of course, I was plugging the pod. Of course, because that's just what we do. We want to make sure that they get their uh, daily dose of business bros and motivation to get them going, right? That's right, that's right. So uh, before we continue on here, I want to do a quick shout out because one of my awesome students left me a review, left us a review on our iTunes. Uh, This is from uh, Alsa Alsa is the uh, name that he left there, Renee Alicorn, I think it was. Alicorn. Alicorn. Anyway, he says, I met James today. I had the opportunity to meet James. This is the business bro who's talking right now. If you like the podcast, you're going to love talking to him in person. Great guy. Love your show. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to episode 100. You know what, Renee? Me too. And thank you so much for the compliment. It really means a lot. It was a pleasure meeting you as well. And I hope that you do really well on your test in a few days. Um, Actually, I know he's going to do really well on his test. In a Same. couple days. Cause, uh, Good call. Yeah, you got two days of training over there with Micro Schools, specifically with James at Micro Schools. So you're ready to rock and roll. I mean, you know, you don't toot your own horn very much, but you're in the insurance game every day, all day. All day, every day. So you not only get to teach these guys the bookwork to help them pass their tests, but you also get to sprinkle some of those pearls of wisdom of being in the business. Yep, I sure do. And I definitely do sprinkle them in. You know, definitely do sprinkle them in, but it's definitely that class is all about making sure that they can pass the exam. And uh, to everybody who followed us on Instagram and Twitter over the weekend, thank you very much for the follow. Looking forward to interacting with everybody there. And again, be sure that you do... uh well, actually, we had a bunch of subscribers, too, and a lot of new subscribers from the uh, class as well. So all of you who uh, recently subscribed, thank you to you as well. It really does mean a lot to us, even though we uh, kind of bribed you a little bit, 
you know. Yeah, we bought but, you coffee. Uh, <laughs> brought you coffee and uh, had everybody give us a nice little shout out on Business Bros. Oh, I didn't get the cue. I know, I didn't cue you. But it's cool, though, because, you know, everybody was out there and participating in that. And, again, thank you and a big shout out to everybody who was there. What about the class, the other class that you visited? So, I went to visit <clears throat> uh, right across the hall at Micro Schools. They were also doing a real estate crash course. So, these are the people getting their sales license. A real estate license. Oh, sorry. Yeah, real estate sales <clears throat> license. Right? And so... Pop by over there and kind of same thing, promoting the podcast and basically letting them know that, you know, you're going to get your license and then what? And then what? And then what? You might have, you know, one or two deals in the pike, but if you're like everybody else in the industry, you're going to do, you know, less than eight deals a year and that's not really a successful business per se. If they really want to do something where they want to take their business to to the next level where they're not worrying about cash spurts, they're focusing their attention on cash flow, then they need to have a business that is systematic in nature so that they can have expected results so that they wake up every day. They know exactly what they're going to do. They wake up every day and they are focused on the, on being of service to other people. They know where they're going to generate leads from. They know what they're going to follow up on daily. They have a pre-listing package. They're ready to rock and roll the moment they get their license. And so, you know, same thing, brought them coffee, gave them some cards so that they can go to the, to the, uh, podcast and check it out and at the same time i gave them a flyer so that they can hop on on tuesdays on our two o'clock uh seven step listing process training so they can you know get an idea of what it's like so that when they do get their license they are truly ready to rock and roll very very cool so out there just being of service to people in every way that we possibly can dude it's sales right so literally it's you know it's us getting in front of more people telling them what it is that we do and you know hopefully being there when they're ready to rock and roll Seriously, guys. Seriously. It's that easy. It's that easy. All right, Love I it. do have one more shout-out, though. All right, rock it. All right, so this one is a shout-out and a uh, call to action here. So this one goes out to Shinjini Das. She is the go-getter. And, uh, Ooh. Yeah, so today I left a little uh, comment on her Twitter feed about, uh, you know, most people are broke. So check out our Twitter handle at business broads, uh, business bros pod. (laughs) And you'll see that that response too. it's doing pretty well uh, on the on the reviews. And the reason why I'm calling out, uh, oh, by the way, uh, uh, Shinjini's Twitter handle is at speaker Shinjini. And so uh, I'm calling her out and hoping that we can get a (laughs) podcast interview with her. All right. So uh, we'll see what happens. So she's at, uh, you can check out her stuff, hashtag go getters. Uh, and, you know, check out her stuff. She's pretty motivational. She has a YouTube channel too. She's had some TV appearances and stuff. So, you know, she's really got some energy and she's really trying to get people to be, you know, go getters to go out there and do what you need to do so that you can achieve the success that you want to achieve. So we have very similar messages. And so, you know, I want to get her on the show. All right. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Let's uh, try and get that going. Sweet. So I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to send her the notification that she has been given a shout out on our podcast. So mm-hmm. she'll listen and then hopefully we get her to uh, to hop on the show. Yeah, don't forget to edit this shout out to the end. Yeah, <laughs> put it at the end so she listens <laughs> to the whole show. <laughs> exactly. Right, Zabi? <laughs> right, Zabi? <laughs> All right, so... Uh, let's jump into today's topic. So we're going to be talking today about, uh, daily minimum standards and I'm, gonna t- I'm just going to jump in before we actually get into the topic. I don't like the title daily minimum standards, daily minimum standards. You don't like the word minimum. I don't like the word minimum. So 
while we're prepping students for the exam, one of the main questions that we always get is, what's the minimum to pass the exam? What do I need to get to pass the exam? Why are you always shooting for the bottom? Why are you shooting for the bottom? Why are you just going for what's the minimum that you need to pass? So, you know, I answered the question that the best that I could. It's not necessarily a set percentage. It's just not. That's not how it works. But stop aiming for the minimum. So when I see this title and it's daily minimum standards, it's like, why Why do we have these minimum standards? Well, these are the things <clears throat> that you have to do. Just you know, and here's the here's the irony about these these daily minimum standards. If you do these things, at a minimum, you do these things. You can do a lot more, but mm-hmm. if you do just these things, you're gonna achieve way larger areas of success. And All it's right, funny so because they're not they're they're. It's not that it's a minimum per se. Like they're not shooting for the bottom. We're just mm-hmm. saying these are the things that you need to do to get going. Okay. Right. And if you do these things, and you in, in other words. Business is is kind of weird, right? It, it's it's one of those things where it, it's it sounds like, especially in today's day and age, where the entrepreneur is like a rock star, and the uh-huh. life is nothing but excitement mm-hmm. and drama and negotiation, right? The spotlights on, the pressures on, and but that's not really what business is. Like, if you do business really, really well, especially in real estate, if you're really good at being a listing agent, it kind of gets boring. Because you're really good at doing the things that you need to do on a regular basis, consistently, professionally, mm-hmm. systematically, the same way every single time. It's like the fun and excitement is gone. It's just like this monotonous routine that you've learned and it just stays. And you just continue to do it, right? If you just ride the bike every single time the same way, the same route, you're going to get better and better and better at that route, mm-hmm. right? And so if you want to be successful in real estate, you just need to hop on the bike that everybody else in real estate is using and run the same route that the successful ones are using and get really good at that one route. And that's it. It's nothing to it. But what happens, we get kind of, we don't want to do those minimum standards. We don't want to do the things that are actually going to make us money in real estate. So we find other ways to be excited, right? We find other things to do. That's why, you know, we hop on social media and we put Facebook ads and I'm not, again, those are not great. Those are not necessarily bad things. It's just, they're not the core things, right? They're not those daily minimum (coughs) standards that we have to do. If we can focus our attention on just these things, it'll be more successful overall. So, by the way, these minimum standards do come from uh, from Tim and Julie's real estate coaching. So, since I'm part of the organization, I like to use a lot of their stuff because you know it it makes sense and it transcends to more than just on just the real estate side. So, let's start off with number one. You want to read number one for us? Number one: Superstars have goals in the five areas of life: family, financial, mental, and spiritual, physical, and educational. Superstars don't just talk about these goals. They have them posted in their offices and review these goals daily. This is the reason they are working. Dude, so one of the things I hear a lot of is things like, you know, I'm trying to balance my work-life relationship. <laughs> or, you know, you're, you're trying to keep a balance between, you know, my spiritual and my financial life. Like, I can't... I can't, you know, be fully in, engulfed in my uh, family because I have, you know, my my business to run. Like there is no perfect balance of everything. There's just a it, what I what I see in this is there's just a schedule. These are the things that that are your priorities, right? Family is a priority. 
Your finances are a priority. Without your finances, your family will struggle. Mental and spiritual things are a priority, right? You got to have your mind right. If you don't have your mind right, how are you going to focus your attention on your family and or your finances? You got to you got to be physically fit. Why the heck are you going to have a good financial life in the future if you're just going to have a heart attack and kill over at some point? There's no point in that, right? And then of course, educational. You can't stop learning. You got to keep learning in order to to succeed in in especially an ever-changing technological market that we're in, you know, today. So these are five areas that you need to focus your attention on and understand that these things are part of your life. You have, you know, some of us might not have families yet, you know, and it's just us single. We're out there trying to go get it, right? But there is still mom and dad probably in the picture, you know, something like that. So there is an importance to having an understanding that these things exist and trying to get the perfect balance isn't going to work, right? But what is going to work is if you understand that these five things exist and then you do what point number two is. Go ahead, read point number two. Well, before I read point number two, there's a hint here that it says balance is a myth. When you're focused on accomplishing a specific goal, it is normal to be out of balance. So I'm looking at these things, family, financial, mental and spiritual, physical and educational. I think that what happens, and this is just my thoughts, I think that what happens is we focus on one, right? We follow one course until successful. We start focusing on one. We start putting a lot of attention towards one or more of those things. But if we're focusing on one, the rest start to fall to the wayside. And then we're like, okay, we need to move over. We need to focus on this one. And so the balance is not necessarily that they are going to be all balanced all the time, right? But you start to recognize, okay, I'm out of balance here. So you start focusing a little bit more attention on that. And then some other things might fall off and you're like, okay, well, I'm out of balance you know, maybe I'm out of balance on the time that I need to spend with my family. So I start spending a little bit more time with my family and then my financial stuff starts kind of falling off. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I need to spend a little bit more time focusing on that. And then the stress of that throws my mental and spiritual off balance. So I start focusing a little bit more on my mental and physical or my mental and spiritual, right? And okay, I'm finally starting to get into line with that. And I noticed that throughout this whole process, my physical fitness has suffered. So I'm like, okay, I need to get back into that and like you start focusing on all these different things at different times i think it's difficult to have extreme focus on all of those things all of the time and have all of those things be perfectly in balance and so we accommodate and we make adjustments as life throws us curveballs because it's what it's gonna do dude you said it perfectly and all that comes down to point number two which is superstars have a schedule and take it seriously right there's no way you can focus all your attention on that one thing you perfectly described it right you you as soon as you start focusing your attention on that one thing everything else falls to the wayside which is why a schedule is absolutely vital it's going to help you feel that balance that you need to feel or that you're you're starving to feel right if you plug in that time you're like look I know that Saturday mornings I'm going to do prospecting, but I'm going to do that from like 8 to 11. And then after that, it's family time, right? You might not exactly have something squared away for what you're going to do with the family, but you've blocked off that time. This is family time. You know that every night at 7 o'clock, that's when I need to hit the gym. And that's what I'm doing from 7 o'clock to 8.30 or whatever it is. But your schedule is vital. Without it, 
you you you're gonna feel that feeling of unbalance right but that schedule allows you to focus in your time when it's that time block when it is time for prospecting when it is time for lead follow-up when it is time for pre-qualifying presenting negotiating closing you're focusing your attention specifically on that when it's time for gym it's time specifically for that when it's time for family it's time for that and we've talked about that especially like during thanksgiving where we were saying you need to be in the moment right if you're not in the moment you're wasting that time both Mm -hmm. on whatever it is that you're pretending to do and when the thing that's distracting you right well <laughs> that was a right right not point <laughs> he made a hand gesture and i didn't know what it meant so that's why uh, it's weird on the podcast you wouldn't know yeah but, well yeah people don't have the the visual the video uh we've done the video a couple of times maybe i gotta remember to bring that stupid tripod I over know, know. uh eventually that'll happen and you know we'll have a little more consistent video going on uh, but the thing is about the right is that just like with our ums and mks, we notice that we've been saying right a lot lately. So instead of doing the quarters, it's just a notch oh, on the wall. Okay, okay, a little That's notch on the wall. About. I said a right. No, actually, I did. <laughs> oh, okay. I did. I right. did. Oh, anyway. So, uh, so a little bit of uh, background knowledge for everybody. We're catching ourselves. We're continuing, continuously uh, trying to get better and improve around here too. You know, uh, dedication to continual growth and learning. Right. Exactly. Well, back onto the schedule, anyways. Back so, onto the schedule. So I do have that schedule, uh, but man, I'll be honest. Sometimes it's tough. It's tough. It is. You know because. Because we it's could be watching easy. the Charger game right now. We could be watching the Charger game. Go Bolts. Hope you kick the Steelers' butts. But it's not even about that. It's like, for me, it's... it's. Hey, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Be completely honest with you listeners. Completely honest. I have trouble being disciplined getting myself to the gym. <laughs> I have trouble getting disciplined staying fit. Yeah. Now, luckily, I have a pretty good metabolism, even at 35 years old, and so I'm not getting fat necessarily, right? Um, but I ain't thinning out either. But I ain't thinning out neither, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I, I ha- I, when, I, when I first created my schedule, I was like, yeah, I'm all about this. And, you know, for like two weeks, okay, fine, one week, <laughs> <laughs> I did my schedule exactly like I was supposed to. But literally the very next week, I was like, uh, you know what? I think I'd rather do this than go to the gym. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd rather take a walk down to Little Italy. I think I'd rather do my laundry. I think I'd rather whatever, you know? And, like, that's something that I've been struggling with. So, listeners out there, look, it's okay. You know, you have to take these things seriously, right? But it's a continual process. Never going to be perfect. Always continue to strive for the best. Right. And I mean, that's on the physical side, right? And, and, since this, and, and since this is business bros and we are talking about, you know, having daily minimum standards to achieve your, your financial success, the things that you need to definitely focus your attention on in your schedule are the dollar productive activities. So, I mean, you can look back in our previous podcast and we have a whole episode dedicated to specifically doing dollar productive activities. But Quickly, it's just, you know, the things like prospecting, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. You just continuously work on those. And if you don't know which one you should be doing, then, you know, one of the things we did talk about in a, in a podcast is on, on the whiteboard accountabilities. And so having that accountability, knowing, looking, being able to look at one spot and 
predicting what it is that you need to do. What is, what is it that's missing in your schedule? What is it that's missing in your lead generation or in your uh, presentations or in your negotiating? What The things that you have to do that are dollar productive, those are the things that you want to focus your attention on in your schedule. Things like... Um, being on social media, commenting and, and just messing around on there. Well, those are going to take up some of the time and that's cool. If you block them into your schedule, just do them, you know, at a specific time, leave your morning hours for prospecting and lead follow-up, leave your afternoon hours for your presentation and working on the business that you've already generated. All right, let's jump into, uh, I'm, I'm going to touch on that a little bit. doesn't matter to me doesn't matter to me whether you're doing your prospecting, your calling in the morning or in the afternoon. Uh, it really depends on your business and what you're doing. So one of our agents recently was talking about reaching out to dentists. And when it comes to dentists, yes, super early in the morning is the best time to reach them before any of their appointments start. But you know what? As soon as the day starts, if your call block is from 9 to 11, you're not going to reach any dentists. They're in the That's middle of true. appointments. So you need to either call earlier, move your time block up to earlier in the morning, or wait until after 4 p.m. when their final appointments are done. So you need to adjust based on what your target is. All right. Absolutely. Number three, superstars don't worry that doing numbers one and two is sometimes boring, and they don't start and stop what they're learning all the time. They know that repetitive boredom pays off, but only when the momentum is reached. Stopping and starting creates the stopping and starting of income. Staying the course creates predictable, profitable outcomes. I love that. Stopping and starting creates the stopping and starting of income. Real estate agents, you guys do this all the time. You prospect, prospect, prospect till you get a lead, and then the lead looks like it's going to be a pretty good lead. Mm-hmm. So you spend all your time trying to convert that lead into, you know, a prospect into an appointment, and you stop prospecting everybody else. Mm-hmm. You stop generating more leads, and maybe that that lead did turn into a, a, a client, and maybe you are helping them find a home, or maybe you do have that listing, but your pipe in the meantime is drying up. Mm-hmm. Because you're not continuously uh, looking for more leads. You're not continuously following up. Once you get the one, all your attention goes into that one. And then you stop generating. And when you don't generate, you have to tolerate. And you're tolerating all this other crap that happens. Now you have one deal. And that one deal must close. And there's so much pressure on the one deal. So if you have an appraisal hiccup or you have an inspection hiccup or something like that, all of a sudden it ruins your day because you're dependent on that one deal. But if you continuously generate, if you're out there doing this every single day, you're sticking to your schedule and from 9 to 11, you're generating leads. From 11 to 12, you're following up on all your leads. You're specifically doing that every single time. If you do that every single time, you generate and you do not have to tolerate the the leads that you have in motion the stuff that you have in escrow if something happens it sucks but it's not detrimental it's not ruining your life you know that you have multiple deals in the pipe this is why with listing agents we talk about having you know a 10 listings at all times because if one listing falls out you still have the nine other ones mm-hmm. you know exactly what's predictable you know what's to come you know that you your cash flow is still going to happen even if that one deal falls out you're still getting paid you're just not going to get as paid right right you use the word detrimental and is it detrimental yes it is it's yeah. going to hurt you but it's not catastrophic there you go that's a much better that's a better word and 
real estate agents are not the only ones who are guilty of this. Insurance agents have the same thing. When they find that one commercial prospect that seems like it's a great deal because it's X number of dollars in premium, you think that's going to make your month. And so you put all your time and effort into fixing that one and then something happens and it doesn't close on time. It doesn't close the way that it's supposed to. It gets turned down by underwriting and everything that you've been working hard for that entire month, one thing happens and it throws the whole thing off and the same thing. If you're only focusing on the one deal and you forget to prospect all the rest of your deals and continue to build more and more leads, continue to fill your whiteboard accountability or your pipe drive or whatever it is that you're using, once you stop prospecting, you're dependent on that one. And if that one fails... Then it's catastrophic. Yeah, yeah. Worse you know what? You're than right. detrimental. It is. It is catastrophic. And and it's not just that deal that goes down. Your emotions follow suit, Ooh, right? Yeah. Your ego goes down. Now you're like, oh man, I messed it up. Now I can't pay my bills. Oh man, I haven't done lead generation. Oh, I gotta start over. I don't really want to make phone calls. The same thing's gonna happen again. You have all these negative things in your head because one deal fell out of place. If you stick to the schedule, if you stick to doing what you're supposed to do, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level consistently. Even though it sometimes gets boring, but you're doing the same thing over and over, you're going to have predictable results. You're going to have a business that is scalable. You're going to have income coming in whether or not one deal closes. So, you know, superstars don't worry about, um, uh, sorry, superstars don't worry that doing the above is sometimes boring. It doesn't matter if prospecting sometimes gets boring. You're filling the pipe. Because if you generate, you do not have to tolerate. And just go back to what the last, uh, well, the the last two or three episodes that we did last week, prospecting sucks. Do Do it it anyway. Absolutely. All right, number four. You want to read number four? Sure. Superstars have a lead generation wheel. Imagine an old-fashioned wagon wheel. Can you see the old wheel with all the spokes? The strongest wheels always had the most spokes. If a wheel with many strong spokes hit a rock along the road, the wheel would have no problem rolling on down. Now imagine a wheel with only two or three spokes. If that wheel were to hit the same rock, what would happen? It would collapse. For the sake of your business, your goal should be to have as many strong spokes as possible. A spoke is a source of business. All right. So, I mean, we got to stop here because first of all, we're going to run out of time. But second, I mean, this is huge. Right Seriously here. already? Seriously. It's that easy. <laughs> uh-huh. No, look, look in life, in life, when it comes to your income in general, you should have multiple spokes. Any, any, uh, you know, wealthy individual is going to have income coming in from multiple spokes. Your business is no different. Your business should have multiple lead generation spokes. In real estate, we talk about you should be getting expired. You should be talking to for sale by owners. You should maybe do uh, open houses. You should be doing BPOs and a number of different ways, your, your circle of influence. You should have a number of different ways that you're generating leads from. And what we coach you to do is to become very strong at one spoke, master that one spoke where it's generating a lot of leads for you, make it strong, and then move on to the next one. Become an expert at, uh, 
uh, calling expireds, for example, working with expired listings. Be very good at it. What often happens with people is they dabble in spokes. So they try out, you know, calling expireds and they try it for a day or two and they don't get the results they're looking for and they quit and they don't perfect it. It is a process. You need to get really good at it. So good that it becomes boring, but you're consistently generating leads and turning prospects from expired listings into actual clients, into closed deals. When you get good at that one, you move over to for sale by owners maybe, and you get really good at talking to for sale by owners and really good and you have a system in place and now it's part of your schedule and now you're gonna go and do open houses as another spoke, for example, and you're gonna get really good at doing open houses the same way we teach you to do it every single time so you have great results in your open houses and you're generating more leads and now you have those are just three strong spokes and then you're you're doing well with your circle of influence you know exactly how often you need to call them you've classified them in a b or c a b c or d leads and you have a consistent regular basis that you're calling these people back and you can see that if you're generating a couple of leads from each one of these spokes daily, you're turning these leads and following up with them. Then you're creating appointments with them and you're closing more and more deals. You're getting really good at having strong spokes. But if you do not have spokes, if you're just dabbling in here and there and then, you know, I tried that, it didn't work. I tried this, it didn't work. No, you just didn't do it long enough. You didn't try hard enough. You weren't coached on how to do it. You didn't follow a script. You didn't follow a system. So of course it didn't work out for you generate uh, your lead generation wheel should have at least five good solid strong spokes and that is how you're going to be successful once you have those leads coming in from five different strong sources your business is scalable that's when you're focusing your attention on being of service to others that's where you're trying to solve their problems and then all the other paperwork stuff this is where we start hiring someone else. And that's a conversation for another podcast. But the lead generation is one of those things that you need to do. You cannot delegate that. That is a you thing. You do not delegate the thing that puts you in front of the client. That is a you thing. Awesome. Uh, you were talking about, you know, becoming an expert on for sale by owner, becoming an expert on expired listing, become an expert at... Um, open houses, all of that great for real estate. On the insurance side, I love what uh, a couple of our agents have been doing lately uh, and really highly recommended from us, which is to become an expert in one industry or one type of business, right? For insurance, it's a little bit in, it, different. We don't necessarily have those FISBOs and all that other thing, uh, but one of our agents is out there talking to dentists, right? Mentioned that earlier, dentists all day long. And the great thing about that is she learns everything that is required for the dentistry industry. Yeah, dentistry we got, industry. We, we got a lot, we got other ones that are doing uh, restaurants, restaurants, breweries, breweries. We have gyms, uh, uh, marijuana dispensaries, marijuana dispensaries. Whatever it is, you become the expert in that specific industry, and then learn the next one, and then learn the next one. So same same ideology, different industry. Same works every works the same way every single time. All right, so remember, you guys follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our our handle for all of them is now at Business Bros Pod. You can uh, check our website csfirst.com for any previous episodes. We're rounding close to a hundred here. We're gonna round our hundredth episode really soon. Whoop, whoop. So uh, that means we got a lot of content there for you to look back in. You know, learn a little bit of information on different categories that you might find interesting. And of course, scrolling your show 
notes. Schedule a free coaching call. You can get twenty. Uh, you can get uh, six free books when you schedule a free coaching call. One of them is the Twenty Five Surefire Lead Generators. So uh, we've been talking a lot about generating leads, and if you're a real estate agent, you definitely want that one and the Real Estate Treasure Map, where we help you create your business plan for real estate agents so that you're successful, so that you're generating and you're not. You don't have to tolerate any of the ups and downs in cash flow any of the ups and downs in clientele so that's all we got for you guys today peace bye bye and i'm out <laughs>